Before we begin, we are thrilled to announce that today's episode is a part of the Kids Listen Sweeps. Our friends at the KL community have gathered a diverse group of podcasts, all focused on Halloween. So after you're done listening here, head over to kidslisten.com or the Kids Listen app for links to other high-quality children's podcasts, such as Book Club for Kids, Noodle Loaf, and Girl Tales. Happy listening! Hello, and welcome to another frightful episode of What Will She Do Next? I'm your host, Gabrielle Mirabella, and together with composer Ernie Bird, we've created a podcast that celebrates some of our favorite historical women. Today's episode offers a friendly warning. Never judge a book by its cover. (laughs) This episode was written and narrated by myself with music and production by Ernie Bird. Our featured guest stars include Sarah Smith, TJ Newton, and Jacob Hoffman. And playing today's leading role, we have Georgia Kate Haig. Hi, guys. Enjoy. Are you feeling stuck? Does the challenge presented before you seem pretty unsolvable? Or perhaps, like many of us right now, you feel confined? with no place to go, no room to grow. Well, don't worry. You're not alone. Join us as we investigate seemingly impossible situations from the lives of history's most famous women and ask ourselves, what will she do next? What will she do next? What will she do next? Her name is true, but will she see it? Today's historical woman, Mary Shelley, author of the legendary novel, Frankenstein. Now, before she gets too stuck, let's see where she's coming from. Mary Shelley was born August 30th, 1797, to feminist author Mary Wollstonecraft and political philosopher William Godwin. The family shared a comfortable home together in London, England, with Wollstonecraft's first daughter, Fanny. But not soon after Mary's birth, her mother, author of A Vindication of the Rights of Women, became ill and passed away. After some time, Mary's father remarried, and the Godwin household began to grow. Mary and Fanny welcomed new stepmother, Mary Jane, younger stepsister Jane, stepbrother Charles, and soon after they were joined by little brother William. (laughs) (laughs) I've got you, William. Not fair, Jane. I tag you first. Stop blubbering. (gasps) Mary's there. Get her! While the many Godwin children bounced around the house, Mary instead found great pleasure in simply sitting by a window and thinking. On the outside, she appeared frozen, as if enchanted by a magical spell. Mary, what are you doing? But on the inside, she wrote in her journal, she felt as if she were living in a waking dream, 
a secret hideaway where she was free to create worlds and characters, stories, and even nightmares. Mary, come play! That is, when there weren't any interruptions. Mary! Mary! Oh, sorry. I, I was, um, thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the madness of siblings and girlhood, or perhaps because of it, Mary spent her teenage years studying in Scotland, where she could devote many hours to reading and writing. And at the age of 15, she fell in love with a young poet named Percy Shelley. A few years later, the two were married, and together with Sister Jane, the group traveled across Europe, meeting with great writers, poets, and artists of their day. And in the summer of 1816, when Mary was 18 years old, the trio journeyed to Switzerland, where they found themselves at the doorstep of famed English poet, Lord Byron. Oh, you flatter me. Please do come in. Mary slid through the doorway of Byron's grand mansion, absorbing the wonderful and terrifying details of her new surroundings. Oh, you must be Mary Shelley, mother, wife, daughter to England's greatest writers. She's a writer too, you know. Mary's husband, Percy, cut in. She's always scribbling away in her journals. Yes, but we never know what she's writing, do we? Sister Jane replied. She's far too polite to share. She's just a bit shy, is all. And what does Mary think of this? Oh, well, I... Go on, Mary. I, um... Yes? I, uh... Would love to have a look around. Of course, right this way. Mary is polite. Mary is too shy. Mary is the odd one of the group tonight. What's wrong with me? I have so much to say. But when I speak, I freeze. Cold and still like an iceberg. What is Mary doing? She's thinking, my lord. Oh, I wonder what about. They see me sitting silent and formal, brushing me aside as quite normal. Little do they know that it's all a facade. Nothing real inside is Different, much stranger, involuntary cravings for danger. Secrets I am hiding are fully revealed in my mind. Here I find a raging storm, a blinding light, curious thoughts that 
riding in the morning? Weather permitting, of course. Mm, yes, the weather. I try to pay attention. I listen, smiling all throughout this conversation. Even though the topic is dreadfully dull and demure, I'd rather something ghoulish and chilling. Stories made for thinking and thrilling. Questions that consume you. May we view the library? Please. Shall we invite Mary? Best not disturb her. A silly girl with crazy dreams. Why do they come? Why won't they go? Was the storm, Jane? Oh, there on the window! It is an evil witch. A witch, you say? Or perhaps it is a hungry hound thirsting for blood? Or a spirit lost in the storm? <laughs> 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 Stop! You'll scare me more! Ah, here comes Mary. Tell us what monster lies beyond the glass. I, uh... I, um... Not this again. I have an idea. One I think Mary will enjoy. I propose a game. A game? I love games. Which one? Cards? Nothing like that. I propose... A ghost story. Each of us will write one, then present them to the group. Mm, how wicked. Here's your chance to write, Mary. Doesn't that sound exciting? Yes. Uh, exciting.
With her writing assignment in hand, Mary retired to her bedchambers to begin writing. Here is my chance to put dreams into words, Mary thought, dipping her pen into the vial of black ink. If I begin, who knows where my stories will take me, but... Mary hesitated, listening to the storm outside. If I truly write what I feel, my friends and family will think me mad, utterly and hopelessly mad. Pray, what will I do? Good question, Mary. What will you do? But before we find out, let's first take a look at her options. Will Mary choose option one? I'm not a writer like Percy or Lord Byron. I'll just sit back and listen. Or will she choose option two? How about I write my story, then when they ask, I'll say the dog ate it. Or will she choose option three? Oh, that sound is dreadful. Like an undead monster seeking his revenge. Oh, perhaps I'll start with that. Now that we can clearly see her options, which one do you think she will choose? Take a moment to think it over. All right, got your answer? Now let's find out which option Mary will choose. The sun was sinking. Still I lay, chained to the chill and stiffening steed. I thought to mingle there our clay and dim my eyes of death had need. No hope arose of being freed. (laughs) No, stop, please. No, you're too kind. That was dreadful, my lord. I doubt I'll sleep a wink. I'll have to agree with Jane. All right, Mary, we've all gone. Do you have a story? I, um... What a surprise. I... I, uh... I... It's okay if you don't. I, uh... Perhaps we can start a new game. I have thought of a story. It was a dreary night in November that I beheld the accomplishment of my toils. The rain pattered dismally against the panes, and my candle was nearly burnt out when, by the glimmer of the half-extinguished light, I saw the full yellow eyes of the creature open. It breathed hard, and a convulsive motion agitated its limbs. That was... That was... That was horrifying, Mary. I'll never sleep again. My girl, where did you find such inspiration?
Shelley was faced with a seemingly impossible situation. But instead of hiding her unique visions, she proudly shared them with the world. So, the next time you find yourself feeling stuck, I wonder, what will you do next? of every episode we are featuring a very special guest star you today we have adelaide from new york hi Hi, adelaide Adelaide. tell us all about your favorite historical woman my favorite historical woman is amelia Earhart. she was born on july 24th 1897 in atchison kansas amelia Earhart is most famous for being the first woman fly across the Atlantic Ocean by herself. At that time, flying was a big accomplishment for anybody, especially a woman. Amelia Earhart inspires me because she was determined to do what she loved most and do as best as she could. She saved up money and with her mom's help, she took flying lessons and later bought her own airplane. She nicknamed it Canary because it was bright yellow. Amelia also set records for female flyers in altitude. She also became a university professor in aeronautics. Later, she was the first woman vice president of the U.S. National Aeronautic Association. She encouraged other women to fly. In addition to being a female aviator, she designed and made a line of women's clothing using her own sewing machine. (laughs) 